All right, y'all, welcome back. Another edition. Man, this is like number four. This is our second week. This is the Betting Academy Hoops edition. I'm Gina. That's Big Perk. Perk, I got to ask you just to jump on here. How's it going on? How's it, how's it going on the Cameo app? Any crazy requests? What's going on? You know what? Hey, it's actually going pretty damn good. I'm going to tell you one I did last night, right? So it was a uh, it was a birthday shout out to somebody that was turning 40, right? And they wanted me to roast them. So it was a roast birthday shout out. And in the shout out, they was like, they want me to tell them uh, with his skinny you know, uh, you know, just went in on them, still working at Academy ass shit, right? So I, I dove in on them, right? I was like, with your skinny ass. I said, it's <laughs> like, you know, just like it's fat people time, you know what Ooh. I mean? Because I'm, I'm a little healthy right now, you know? So I just dove in on them. But hey, look, I'm telling you, the cameo buzzing right now. I ain't lying. I made, look, I charge $136, okay? That's your rate. Ah. Yeah, that's my rate. That's my rate. I made fifteen hundred in two days. Wow! How come you haven't accepted my uh, clubhouse invite? You got to get on that shit. That clubhouse is gonna be tight, Perk. I know. You know what? I keep hearing about it, but let me tell you something, Jane. I'm an old soul, right? I'm an old soul. I don't even have an email yet. That's crazy. I use my wife' email. The only Dang. thing I'm good at is taking a phone call or sending the text message. I'm so behind time; it's crazy. Or sending a cameo for hundred and thirty-six dollar an hour. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's get right into it. We like to start with our first 48. It's the first thing we do. We look ahead 48 hours. Sometimes we look ahead a little less if we don't love anything over the weekend. But I feel like with, uh, uh, you know, conference championship football, we will look look ahead. But in the NBA, let's look at tonight because I think some of these matchups are going to spawn some really great discussions. Mm. So... I, we we I want to I want to I want to talk about the Knicks and we'll we'll go back and talk about Milwaukee LA from last night. But tonight we got the Knicks at Sacktown. Sacktown minus four. The Knicks beat the Warriors last night. They're playing really well. We got to talk a little bit about them. I know you like them. What do you think of that matchup? Well, you know what? To be honest, I don't like that matchup because the Knicks are coming off a of back to back, and you know the starters played a ton of minutes. The, the Sacramento Kings, they're, they're up and down, right? To me, I think it's going to be a close game. So if I had to pick one, I would take the Kings, but it's not one of my favorites. Like, this is like a corner three, yeah. right? The highest three-point uh, shot in the, in, in the world, right? The corner three, don't leave the corner. This is what this is, a corner three-point shot. I wouldn't really fool with it, but if I had to, I would take the Kings. All right, well... I've asked you this before, but I want to just like revisit it. Explain to to people who have never played in the NBA what it what it's like playing on a back to back and how that affects that team that's on that second of the back to back, and then how that might like affect how we bet on that game. Right. So, so what people have to realize is that when guys play a lot of minutes, and although the travel wasn't that difficult, they still played a, a ton of minutes. So it's not like. They were flying on a two-hour flight. You know, it was Golden State straight to Sacramento. They probably bust there or maybe, what, a 30-minute flight max? Or the, or one of those Mercedes-Benz sprinters, maybe? Right. You know how the NBA do it. You know how Adam Silver get down. But, look, here's the thing about back-to-backs. Sometimes you could come out of a back-to-back feeling great. That's the scary part about it. Like, you could feel great coming in after a back-to-back. But about 75% of the time, your mind could be there, you could be focused, but your body is going to be sluggish. 
So you have a team already waiting on you, a team that had a chance to scout you the night before. Now you're coming off a game where you had to, you had all these defensive assignments like on Steph Curry, how to guard him to transitioning overnight to how to stop De'Aaron Fox, uh, you know, how to stop uh, Bagley the third, Harrison Barnes, et cetera, et cetera. So the scout report plays a huge part too because you got to shift your brain and this other team was at home watching you, so they're more prepared. But your body is not going to be there. Like, they call it a grinded-out game. If you win a back-to-back, it's like you had to grind it out. Right, right. All right, so sack minus four. We, we don't like it. Um, there's a matchup tonight that was interesting a couple nights ago. Brooklyn at Cleveland. Cleveland's plus seven at home. Mm. Last time they played, they were in Brooklyn, and we we know what happened there. We're gonna we're gonna get into carry on with that in a little bit. But this is a rematch. What do you think? I mean, can Cleveland do it again? I know we ain't going to double OTs, but like, can Cleveland beat them again? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. KD is questionable. Yeah, I don't I don't think he's gonna play right because he plays so many minutes. They have to be really careful with that. Steve Nash have to be careful with that because he is coming off of Achilles tear. But I would say this. With KD being questionable, take the Cavs again. Here's why. Let me tell you why. The Cavs are moving in the right direction. They they traded Kevin Porter Jr., who is a young stud on the court, and they didn't trade him because of his talent, G. They traded him because they are developing a culture, a winning culture. And if you're not a believer of Colin Sexton yet, you better be a believer because he's going to go out there and compete. I love the way I love what uh, Larry Nance Jr. is bringing to the table. Uh, the rookie kid from Auburn, uh, Oscuro. It's hard for me to pronounce his name That's a little right. bit. That's all right. And, but but still, no, they playing agenda free basketball, and I just don't see the Brooklyn Nets changing overnight defensively. Like the Cavs are still going to get whatever they want, and without KD, I would take the uh, Cavs with the points. I think the spread is like six and a half right now. I would yeah. take that six and a half. Yeah, Cleveland plus seven, according to FanDuel. Uh, the, the Cavs have the best named backcourt in the league, Sexland, uh, Darius Garland, and Colin Sexton. Like, you're not, you, no matter how good Damon CJ are, they're never going to have a better name than that. Um, and if, if Katie, <laughs> right, right, like that's, that's just provocative. And if Katie doesn't play, Kyrie might put up 50 shots. The other thing is Colin Sexton loves competing against him. He said so after the last game. I feel like he's got his number or, or something about Kyrie brings out the best in Colin. So I'm with you. I well, think Cleveland, I, Cleveland could stun him. Well, I mean, look, I wish I had a fan because you speak in the gospel. Colin Sexton, go look at his numbers. Every time he play against Kyrie, he give him 30 points or more. So it's something there. It's some type of animosity or he get up to play against Kyrie. I don't know what it is, but he also he's also wearing Kyrie jersey, old right. jersey number. So right. it's another beef in there. But look, you cannot count him out. He look, I guarantee you this, right? Well, I'm not gonna say guarantee, but I'm willing to bet a lot of money that if the great Kobe Bryant, God rest his soul, was still alive, he would bless Colin Sexton with the Mamba mentality. Yeah, like he told Devin Booker, be legendary. Like that would have been like his mantra for Colin, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. We're coming up on the one year anniversary. So we'll talk a little more about Kobe next week. Um, 
Colin Sexton must think the earth is round and like Kyrie thinks it's flat. Like they couldn't be like more opposite. You know what I mean? And like, they're going to go up against each other and like ball out. All right. Uh, we, okay. We said last, last time Clippers are going to, uh, until further notice, just blow everybody out the gym. So tonight they got the thunder at home, uh, at Staples Clippers minus 13. I think they're going to win by 27. I mean, I think this is just a blowout. I love Shea Gildas Alexander, but I just don't see it. I think the Clippers right now are trying to tell everybody, including the inside the NBA crew that they're, you know, not just top two in the West. They're one. Yeah. They're on the mission. And you remember last episode I told you, you remember take the Clippers. You remember they were giving up a lot of points. They are on the mission. They're playing agenda-free basketball. Look, Oklahoma City got some nice young pieces. All right? You got Baisley over there. You got SGA. I, I get it. But they don't have enough to compete with the Clippers in the way that they're playing right now. Paul George playing his old team. He's going to go to work. And they just – like you could you could feel the chemistry there right now. So right now, I would take the Clippers all day long, but I would take them first half. Take them first half because first half they probably have to be up about eight points. They'll be up by ten in the first half for sure. Let me tell you something, G. Take the Clippers, but you want to know what's my slam dunk of the night? And I'm talking about you know windmilling, not not a ceiling fan. All right, a windmill, a full windmill, not a little. Baby Sindler fan will just go to your chest and you come. I'm talking about Vince Carter style windmill. Or like Bob- or like or like Boban just right at the rim, not even having to jump. Like that's a slam dunk. Yeah, that is, but it, it be looking. It ain't sexy. I like, it ain't sexy. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. So I think I think look, the Bulls is gonna smack the Hornets tonight. I'm yeah. telling you straight up. I'm here to say it. Yeah. The Bulls are gonna smack them. And they, they just, Hornets, Hornets minus three at home, according to Fandle. Would be a blowout. You got to take that. All right. You got to take that. All right. That's the slam dunk. I love when we get into these like the league passy types of games. You know what I mean? But let's give love to the big. Let's give love to the big dogs. Uh, one of your one of your employers on ESPN tonight. We got Celtics at Sixers. Nice little fun matchup. We'll see. Mm-hmm. I, I just feel like the energy ain't there. But the Sixers minus four and a half. Uh, Nuggets at Suns. Again, like I don't know, I don't know, I don't know how to call but, it. Suns minus one and a half, according to Fanduel. Well, no, but hold on, hold on. The Sixers and Celtics is must see TV. It's a little beef going on. You got Marcus Smart and Joel going back and forth. It was a whole lot. I know a lot of people were locked in on the Cavs and Nets game because they were playing around the same time. But it was a whole lot of noise talking going on throughout that game. A whole lot of he too small. He can't guard me. Like, it, it, you know, guys were going at it. So I think the Celtics win. I picked the Sixers to win last the, the last game, but I think the Celtics come back and win tonight. Although the Sixers is getting Seth Curry back, but he hasn't played in about two weeks. Yeah, but he'll be well rested, we hope, right? All right, you know what? Before we jump out of first 48, we'll take a quick break. But, hey, RIP Hank Aaron, the hammer, one of the all-time greats yeah. in and if you talk about uh, the modern athlete, which we like to do um, nowadays, he might have been the first one, one of those. He might have been the first modern athlete having to deal with everything he, he went through, civil rights, social injustice, play baseball in the South, and be the greatest of all time. No simple feat. No, absolutely. He, he, was, he was one of the first to stand on the front line for us. You know, representing African Americans and, and and 
the civil rights and, and being a high profile athlete. I mean, he he changed he changed it for everybody. Uh, yeah. He's definitely going to be missed. Um, and if you don't know Hank Aaron and you in our generation, you tripping with yourself. All right, uh, yeah. you go do some research. This is a leg a legendary man, not just a baseball player, but a legendary man. We lost a great one today. And a Hall of Famer. And he's he's my favorite baseball player's favorite baseball player. I grew up loving Barry Bonds. Barry and, and Hank Aaron, obviously, their connection, their relationship. So, and RIP to the hammer. All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're about to carry on. Basketball is back, and you know what that means. It's time for me to fire up the FanDuel Sportsbook app. From the opening tip to the final buzzer, there are so many ways to bet on FanDuel. It's easy to use, easy to register, easy to deposit, easy to find your bet. Fast withdrawals. When you win, FanDuel pays your winnings in as little as 24 hours. There's odds, boosts, and specials every day and some big super boosts each weekend. A range of betting options, money lines, spreads, over-unders, player props, parlays, futures. Find whatever bet you're looking for as FanDuel have heaps of options. Live betting. Easy to place your bet fast during a game if you see a trend you like. Odds boosts and specials every day and some big super boosts each weekend around the biggest local and national matchups. Product features, multi-game parlay and same-game parlay ops so you can get a massive payout on a small bet. Now is the perfect time to give FanDuel a shot. If you sign up today, FanDuel will let you place your first bet risk-free. That's right, they'll give you up to $1,000 back if you don't win. And when you do win, FanDuel pays you your winnings in as little as 24 hours. You don't have to track down some shady bookie for your money. Just do me a favor, okay? When you download the FanDuel Sportsbook app, sign up with promo code BETTINGACADEMY so they know me and Big Perk sent you. That's FanDuel Sportsbook Betting Academy. Disclaimer, 21 and over and present in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, West Virginia, Indiana, Colorado, Iowa, Tennessee. First online real money wager only. Site credit is non-withdrawable and expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See sportsbook.fanduel.com for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and Illinois. Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee or visit www.1800gambler.com. What's up, y'all? We're back. The Betting Academy Hoops Edition. I'm Gina. That's Perk. At Gina Paradiso. At Kendrick Perkins. By the way, as we go into our carry-on segment, you can follow Perk on IG at carry-on as well. It's a a dope follow. You got to check it out, man. That is a brand. Perk right here, a brand builder. All right. Let's get into just really quickly. I don't want to spend too much time on the Knicks, but I do want to give them a little love. Last night, you were tweeting about Tibbs, right? You were talking about how he's got these boys ready to play, how they always play defense. You said, damn, Tibbs done turned Randall into an all-star, huh? Got him out there looking like a legit point forward. Carry on. So so to, just, just to talk about that, Julius Randall right now to, to win most improved player, plus 3,600. Mm. To give you a little context, the favorite Christian Wood minus one twenty five. What do you what do we think of the Knicks and what they're doing, and especially the play of Julius Randle? Look, you, you got to bet on Julius Randle right right now because guess what? It's only going to drop. So get it wise at thirty six hundred. Just a soft dollar, ten dollars is not going to hurt anything, right? Go put some money on Julius Randle because all I was hearing 
when Tibbs got hired is it ain't going to work. Tibbs stuck in his ways. And I told the world, Tibbs had two years off. That was two years to correct his shit, get his shit together, get himself together, and come back because he had to reevaluate himself. It's another, it's a new generation. So it's not surprising to me that the Knicks are number one defensively right now. Tibbs got them locked in. Tibbs watched film from five in the morning to nine at night. I know how Tibbs get down. Celtic pride. We didn't want together and boo to all that shit. Cool. But what I'm what I'm looking at is uh, Tibbs is letting letting the New York Knicks, RJ Baird and Julius Randle, rock out offensively. Yeah. He's not calling sets. He's letting them do what they do. And finally, somebody has trust and appreciate what they have in Julius Randle. He's been a stud. I've been telling people this. Even when he got traded from the Lakers to New Orleans, I believe it was, yeah, he was still giving a slight 20 and 10. Like, every now and then, it was 20 and 10. Like, this guy is just, he's just, you know, the new generation of power forward. And now he's making everybody better. We already knew he could score and grab rebounds, but now he's making guys better. He's taking that leap. We talking about most improved. If the Knicks are in the playoffs around the middle of the season, we could possibly talk about him sliding in as being an all-star. Yeah. I'm I'm hella proud of of Tibbs. Uh was a colleague at, at, at ESPN for a while. Just like I'm I'm pretty proud of like what Billy Donovan's doing in Chicago. Like these are guys that not necessarily were written off, but that people just thought like, nah, that like they just don't got it maybe at this level or they're not going to get back to it. You think of what Stan Van Gundy's trying to do in New Orleans and it could take him a year or two to get that team running on all cylinders. But I, the Knicks, by the way, and last night our boy Obi Toppin had had the dunk of the night. I mean, he got he elevated. He Yo, just getting started. I'm telling you, he's just getting started. Just. He's and been he, out. Wait till he really get into the flow of things. Yeah, he he has been out, and Obi is plus forty six hundred to win the Rookie of the Year. I mean, the Knicks are solid. Shout out our boy Steve Martinez at the jump. I know he's happy, even though he swears he's a Cavs fan or sorry, a Lakers <laughs> fan now because LeBron's there. Can't keep up, but the Knicks are gonna make the playoffs, right? Yeah, I mean the yeah. way it's looking, the way yeah. it's looking. I mean they hit, they slump, they lost a few games, but they bounced back. Last night was a huge win for them huge. going into Golden State. Look. You know when you do something, when your coach, when the opponent coach, when Golden State, Steve Kerr goes to the media and say, we're a mediocre team right now. Like, right. yeah, you had to go in there and do some things to them on the defensive side of things and the offensive side of things to expose their hand. So I'm with you. Look, I love him. Knicks might slide into that 7 8 spot. All right. Let's talk, since we're talking about last night, right, let's talk about Milwaukee, LA, just to throw it, I don't know, just to throw it out there. Giannis still plus 700 to win the MVP. Wow. Um, yeah, we got to ask Fandle. LeBron plus 800. By the way, Giannis also plus 750 to win Defensive Player of the Year, and I know you have thoughts about that. But last night, LeBron with the no-look dagger three, like that was like LeBron's version of your carry-on. I got to think it was. Yeah, look, I'm telling you, I- I saw it in LeBron body language. Every from here on out, every time he faced Giannis, he's gonna go at Giannis because he felt like he got snubbed last year in the MVP and uh for for the MVP. And I and I think so too because we get look nowadays everybody is getting caught up in all this old other shit about analytics and 
PR and all that. Who the hell is PR, first of all, all right? So people are getting caught up in that shit. And I kept telling people, Giannis is, shouldn't be the MVP. He doesn't really impact winning on his team. People was like, well, what you mean? He's doing this. He's doing this since Will Chamberlain and whoop-de-woo and all this. I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. But LeBron exposed him yesterday again and showed the world that Giannis is not on his level. Yeah, he's, he's not. not. And LeBron, you tweeted a couple. I can't. I, there's so many that that you were firing off last night about LeBron and and this this battle with Giannis. Although it's probably not. It's it's kind of one sided. Here's a dumb question for you. Le- LeBron has probably been slighted every year he hasn't won MVP. Right in 18 years or so. I mean. LeBron should have at least two more MVPs, right? Yeah, it was it was a span where, where seriously, it was a span where LeBron could have won MVP for ten straight years in a row. Right, that's and that's no cap. Like the younger generation be saying this shit, they my sons with that no cap shit and all this shit, right? That's no cap. No cap. That, for a, a span of ten years, LeBron could have won it every single year. They just got tired. Like, yeah. they got bored with greatness. Like, you can't do that. You right. got to appreciate greatness and cherish it because we're going to miss him when he's gone. Yeah, give him his flowers now. Like, my thing with LeBron is he remembers, too, He he when they when the, when the Lakers signed uh, Gasol, he told him, hey, man, you got my trophy up on your mantle. I feel like it's the same shit with Giannis. It's the same shit. Like, Giannis got two of his trophies up on his mantle. He need them back. Yes, guess what? And guess who? guess who's, like, when you talk about when you get into stacks, stats and analytics and shit like that, right now guarding their man or having to guard a, a player, guess who's number one defensively? Your boy. LeBron James. The king. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. And nobody is saying nothing about it like, oh, what about Braun getting defensive player? I, I just don't get it. And he well, is, he's doing this in what? What's this, year 18? Yeah, he's LeBron is 36 years old. 36 is one of the numbers I always play in roulette, by the way. I, I've got a philosophy and some numbers. LeBron, I, now I put that shit down, and if it hits, I say LeBron James. But I play 23 also, so if that hits, I say LeBron James. I don't even say Michael Jordan. I say LeBron James. I guess I could say Draymond Green. Shout out shout out the Bay. You might lose. <laughs> <laughs> if it, no, it, I, I, I won. That's the only time I speak is if I hit, then I get real amped. Otherwise, I'm cool as a cucumber at that roulette table. Um, my thing with LeBron, LeBron's tough, right? He's one of the toughest guys in the league, obviously one of the strongest. So if you had to, uh, let's do like a big perk award for the toughest guy in the league, LeBron notwithstanding, like who is it? Toughest guy in the league, and, and, and it's not, and I can't pick Braun, right? I mean, I mean, you can if you if you wholeheartedly think it's LeBron, but uh, who else could it be? Let's, I mean, yeah, let's take LeBron out of this. I would, I would have to go with Chris Paul. Oh, I would have to go with CP3 because he's also thirty six, and he's also still playing at a high level on both ends of the floor. Like he still get an under like. He don't get enough recognition for how he's able to guard. If you watch how he gets over screens and how he how he's always in the right spot at the right time. Yes, I know he's one of the all-time greats for us getting steals, but if you actually watch the game, he's more involved than that. So I would have to say CB3 on that one. By the wow. way, what's, what is what is the number on LeBron winning the MVP this year? Did did it drop? Did it, you know, did it move it's, from last? 
A little bit. It's at plus 800 today, according to FanDuel. I think it was at plus 900. Getting better. Mm. Yeah. And it's going to continue to. But, I mean, we saw the same thing with Steph Curry. He was having this monster tear, and his number was still plus 1,000. It wasn't really moving a lot in the way that you would have thought. So we'll see what happens with LeBron. And I'm going to say this. It might be wise to go drop about $5 on LeBron James because sometimes, all right, when a player – don't win the MVP and he finished second and he comes back the next year and still balling and the team is at the top of the conference. Guess what? They might just reward LeBron James with this MVP. I could see it happening. Also, I see it happening. also, here's another dumb question. Are people still betting against LeBron? Like you does, you don't, it's like, like it's hard to bet against Tom Brady, but I, I'm going to bet against him. Cause I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers this weekend. But like, are people still really betting against the King? No, it's it's no way it's no way people are still betting against LeBron or the Lakers. Like I keep telling people, I, I understand it's fan bases all around the world, but when you're in the when you but when you are in the betting space, you cannot bet with your heart. All right? Yeah, yeah. Common sense, got to yeah. bet with your brain. Yeah. Some, well, th- some common sense ain't that common. Right. And whether you like him or not, whether you got hate in your heart for LeBron for leaving Cleveland and leaving Miami and going back to Cleveland. And I mean, whatever it is that you LeBron ain't the goat and MJ is and we forgot about Kobe and all this stuff, like whatever it is, don't put your money where your mouth is. Do not bet against him. You can hate on him all day on Twitter. And then we to that, we just say, fuck you, carry on. Right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So, you you tweeted after the the Cleveland uh the Cleveland Nets game about Kyrie in his first game back back taking thirty shots, maybe not willing to sacrifice. Think he's Batman. And tonight we were talking about if KD don't play, he might put up fifty shots. Right. Yeah. I mean, you could just see it in his body language. Like he he was he came into the game saying, "I'm not sacrificing shit," and that's how he started. Every time the ball touched his hands, he was looking to score. He wasn't looking like, you know, to, to make the right play or I'm going to look to score, but if the defense collapse or if I don't have a shot, I'm going to kick it. No, he was like, I'm going to hit you with a counter, another counter. Like, he was looking to get buckets. And the word sacrifice should never come out of Kyrie Irving's mouth. because <laughs> well, well, it he, should, but it doesn't is what you're saying, right? Right, but because yeah. he's not going to do it. Right. He's not going to do it. That's why I keep saying everybody, everybody talking about why Brooklyn made this trade because James Harden wanted out. And I get it. I get that shit. But the Brooklyn Nets needed an insurance policy. Yeah. And that's James Harden because they don't know what the hell is going on through Kyrie mind. If he if he did this the first 15 games of the season and walked away, you don't know what the fuck he's going to do down the line. So in, a situ- in a situation that he chose, that, that him and Kevin came together and said, we want to do this. And then homeboy was still out on that. Uh, maybe he's trying to assert himself and like, I don't know, show James Harden he can ball too. Kyrie, James ain't forgot you can ball. We know you can ball. Like, you're a point guard. Pass first. <sighs> Man. Ooh. All right. Well, Good luck, Good luck with that. <laughs> I'm, I'm just ready to see. I'm just ready to see how he's going to react when Steve Nash tried to hold him accountable. If yeah. he's going to hold him accountable, you know who's going to have to check Kyrie? It's going to have to no, it's going to have to be KD. Yeah. I mean, look, Steve Nash was a scoring point guard, was a two-time MVP in this league. 
Is Steve Nash going to check Kyrie? Because, I mean, Steve Nash is score first, too, as a point guard, wasn't he? But see, that's that's that uh, that's that I'm cool with your people shit. You know what I'm saying? When you get hired like that, like I ain't knocking Steve Nash. Was he the was he the best coach available? Hell no. So as a first time coach, like he's a friend of Kevin Durant's, right? Yeah. You can't just hire your friend because as a friend, it's hard to hold them accountable. And right now. If I'm Steve Nash, I'm scared as hell to say anything to Kyrie, although it's his job to do so. Because what if he what if he say in in, in, in film room, hey Kyrie, you got to make the extra pass. Joe Harris, look, that was a good shot you took, but we could have got a great shot with a wide open Joe Harris in the corner. Right. And then Kyrie says, okay, cool, listen. Then they don't see him for another three weeks. Like what the fuck? Yeah, I mean they're just afraid of of. Alienate him, alienating him again. They got James Harden as the insurance policy. Brooklyn Nets plus three twenty to win it all. Lakers still at plus two seventy. Yeah, we'll just we'll just see how it goes out there. Um, all right. So last night Twitter blew the fuck up because Mister Mister Big Shaq, uh, Shaquille O'Neal on Inside the NBA. Uh, shout out, shout out to that show. Right. Um, yeah. they do that. They do have some weird ass, awkward ass. Uh post-game uh walk-off interviews they did it with Shaq with Co- with uh Ch- with Charles with Chuck and KD and the last night Shaq told Donovan Mitchell that you know he, he's he's not really a superstar and he he told he he made it seem like he was out there trying to challenge him and so Twitter blew up you you could check Twitter for all that shit I'm not going to read the tweet there's too many of them I mean what's Shaq doing that he keep it 100 Shaq you weren't trying to challenge him you fucked up you got caught up that's all yeah I I think so, but in a way, I think his delivery, right? He started off, he said, you're one of my favorite players. Right. But I don't feel like you have it in you to get to the next level, basically, right? That's what he was saying. Like, he's not that superstar player to take the Jazz to new heights or to the finals to win a championship. And he said, I said it purposely. The one thing I can respect about Shaq is that he said it to his face, okay? So he, he doing the interview, I can't say that. But I think he was trying to challenge him. I think he was trying to get a different response out of Donovan Mitchell. I could be wrong. It did come off pretty fucked up. I ain't going to lie. It came off pretty fucked up. It, it came off bad. I could be wrong, G, but I think in my honest, in my heart, I feel like Shaq was really trying to challenge him to say, you know what, Shaq, watch. No, nah, I'm going to elevate my game. And I'm going to show you because he did elevate his game last year in the bubble. Yeah. I mean, he can score. You he can, you he can score. I, I mean, he, uh, I mean, I just, I got us. <laughs> I think we got to stop making excuses for Shaq. I know they try to, you know, trash on dudes cause it, it's good TV and, and it is good TV. We all watch it. They, you know, they win awards over there, but like Donovan ain't that dude. Like don't not Donovan. Like no. you want to, you want to Shaq in a full on JaVale or swaggy or all right. But like Don spider. Right. Uh, right. Right, oh I, right, right. And see, look, I'm a, I think I give Shaq a pass on that one, but I didn't like the way that he attacked Rudy Gobert, right, for yeah. for getting his money because th- that's what it is. Like, this guy's a, was, you know, all-star. You know, he put up the numbers. I mean, he was up for the Supermax, and hell, he yeah. got his paper. That's yeah. one thing. That's one thing I would never say about any player because I always remind players, to, it's entertainment to everybody else, but it's a job to you, to to you as a player. And your first priority 
is to get your money and as much as possible. Then you right. worry about winning championships, all that, all-stars and all that shit later. Get your bread. But yeah, I, I believe Shaq do be coming off a little bitter at times. I don't know why he's a good dude, though. I mean, I don't know. Donovan's average, right, has increased every year he's been in the league. Like, what Like what else does he have to do? Like, he doesn't have the support other All-Stars have. Rudy Gobert is a great defensive player and signed a big, big deal and puts up, you know, a double-double a night. Like, is that enough? Like, what he doesn't have enough. I love, I love Jordan Clarkson. He's one of my favorite players in the league. But, like, it, like you got to give Spider Mitchell a little bit of credit, right? Like, <laughs> yo, our, our boys are tripping out. Shaq never would have come to play in Utah. That's hilarious, right? Like, what does Donovan have to do? Right. I mean, he's doing everything he's supposed to do. They actually, Utah actually have a good team. When you look at Royce O'Neal, when you look at Bondanovich, yeah. Mike Conley finally coming along. Like you got Derek Favors and Jordan Clarkson coming off the bench. And then you still have uh Joe Ingles, right? Yeah. You still, so it's like they have a they're like they have a real great team, in my yeah. opinion. Like they underachieved last year because they were missing Bondanovich, and I thought that was a huge piece for them. Right. But I think this year they possibly could be a dark horse. And surprise a lot of people and say, you know what? Damn, Utah in the Western Conference Finals. I mean, my problem with it was the, the contradiction. Like they're t- saying you're you're not a superstar. Like kind of like whatever, Don. And in, in, in the same breath, they're like Utah's the third best team in the West. Well, I mean, what are they? What's Donovan supposed to do if the only two teams in the West better than him are LeBron's team and Kawhi's team? Don's fucking up there. Like he's doing all right. Like he's doing something right. So my thing with with Shaq calling him out just didn't feel. Hey, listen, if you want to get Rudy Gobert on that post game walk off and call him out, fine. But I just didn't feel like he needed yeah, to do that shit to Don. Yeah, it, it really, and I ain't gonna lie, it really kind of fucked me up mentally because just, just like Donovan Mitchell body language, like his his yeah. facial expression, because he was this, hurt, he was disappointed. Yeah, yeah, because you know Donovan Mitchell was a guy that like probably had a shag poster in his room. Right. You know what I'm saying? Nine times out of ten, and probably was excited to put them headphones on. See, yeah. Shaq got to understand how how impactful he is on people's lives like right. you're right. an iconic figure people like you were you it was Shaq larger than life like people right. looked up to you like it was crowds outside your house when you was playing in Orlando and LA just you know Shaq like you you yeah. are Shaq like you you have to realize that it, and guys that are playing now look up to Shaq and they look forward to hearing encouraging words so you're right though G I, I get your point I yeah. just thought that he was just trying to bring the best out of him. But it's not what you do. It's how you do it. And he could have went about it a different way. Yeah, let Chuck do that that gimmicky shit. Like Shaq, like you said, he's so well-respected. He's the he's the last of of one of the greatest duos in NBA history, uh, him and Kobe. So like, yo, man, people fuck with you, Shaq. Like, don't, don't be that dude. All right, listen, today's Friday. It's a big day for FanDuel. I think FanDuel launches today in Michigan, in the state of Michigan. So we're getting another mm-hmm. state on that list where you can bet um, sportsbook legal there. Michigan and Purdue are going to play today. Michigan, better take Michigan. All right. Yeah, I was going to ask you, what do you think? You better take Michigan because they, I believe they just came off a loss. Yeah. Right. I think they just came off a loss. They had been playing extremely well before that, smacking people up. Jawan Howard is going to have them ready and they're going to go and Purdue and get this win tonight. I'm telling you, they'll yeah. get this win. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, before we get the hell out of here, uh, 
NFL conference champ, AFC, NFC championships. Who you got? Uh, by the way, the spread, it's the line is, is, is minus three for the home teams, both games. It's the same, according to Fandle. Chiefs minus three, Pack minus three. You, you like the Bills and, and the Packers? So, look, no disrespect to Tom Terrific, Tom Brady, right? I understand what he do. But right now, Aaron Rodgers, who I believe should win the MVP, is on the mission. The Green Bay Packers are on the mission. The Green Bay Packers are going to beat Tampa Bay. And guess what? People could be mad at me. The Buffalo Bills are going to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. The Kansas City Chiefs do not look good to me. They haven't looked good really all season long. They haven't been smacking people. The Buffalo Bills got a great team. They have linebackers. This is what people don't realize. Yeah, you can talk about Josh Allen. You can talk about Stephon Diggs. But they have linebackers that are so underrated that don't get enough recognition. The way that they're able to cover downfield, the way that their sideline to sideline to stop run game is tremendous. That's why Lamar Jackson struggles so so, uh, badly against them is because they have a great linebacker core. So I got Buffalo and I got – Aaron Rodgers, who should win the MVP. I don't know who you rolling with, G, but that's who I got. No, I'm with you. And and Chiefs minus three, Pack minus three. I'm taking, yeah, like B- Bills definitely. I like that one. And um, the Pack will cover for sure. Yeah. I-, I think they will. All right. Uh, yo, happy birthday to our boy Rich Gray tomorrow. Yeah, Rich Gray, get the old and shit. Talk yeah. about, you don't know what he going to do and all that. Might send him some turkey leg hut. I could <laughs> ship him turkey leg hut through the mail. I know that a mess his whole make his whole day <laughs> he's gonna sit in the house ain't gonna do shit for his birthday and that's how it should be shout out rich all right shout out the legend jackie g uh this is her brand overcome she's one of the 144 wmba players played overseas rehabbed in achilles acl came all the way back made it back to the washington mystics man this is her brand overcome beautiful story i love her jackie g speaking of jackie g hey G, before we leave yeah. Before we sign off, I just want to say, look, the WNBA, huh, those women don't play. I'm telling you straight up. If they stand for something, they go. I mean, look, they standing on the front line and the fight go with it. They're going to fight to get what they want and fight for what's right. And guess what? I just got to give them their flowers before we end. Yeah. You know, Follow them. Follow, follow, the, follow the women of the WNBA. Women athletes, shout out to them. I can't wait till the W's back so we can talk about some of the the, the bets, you know, and and the and everyone says bet on women. Like we can't wait till y'all are back so we can bet on y'all. You know what I mean? So yeah. we so look. Bulls. Yeah. Clippers. Clippers, yep. In the blowout. You like Cleveland because Katie's not yep. gonna play. Cleveland. Boston. Boston over Sixers. Remember, Clippers first half, not Clippers for the game, okay? Yep, yep. Bills and Packers. And you like Michigan with your boy Jawan Howard. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. College game college game for sure. Take Michigan. To beat Purdue. All right, perfect. All right, you guys, we're out of here. It's the Betting Academy Hoops Edition. You can find us on – Yeah, and you can find us on Spotify under the Money Grab banner or anywhere you get podcasts. Uh, coming soon to social. We'll see you all next week. <laughs>